Fucking Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 148 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry. I'm back with another episode. And if you missed last week's episode, please go check it out. Uh, it wasn't a long episode, maybe like 25 minutes. And it was some more NFL predictions and picks, recap, and some more news. Or, you know, in the NBA, I had a little bit of that. Um, like I said, man, if you missed it, go check it out. But I'm back again with another episode. And, of course, we got to do predictions, man. We got to do a week seven recap and a week eight um, preview. So if y'all miss, so if y'all ready, man, just just go ahead and like hit that like button, man. Go ahead and hit that like button for my people on YouTube. Um, also, if you're on YouTube, man, please subscribe. Um, subscribe to me everywhere. Subscribe to me on all platforms. And before I get into today's episode, I wanted to shout out to Face Having the Brand. Uh, this is my bro Dwayne's clothing line, and this was an exclusive uh, breast cancer drop. And he didn't even tell me to do this. He don't even know I'm doing this right now, but I just wanted to shout him out. Shout out his brand, and maybe we could do something in the future, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he could sponsor the podcast. I'm still looking for sponsors, though, man. If any brand or anybody out there trying to sponsor me, um, hit me up, man. Hit my DMs, hit my phone, hit my email, and, you know, let, let's, let's, let's connect, man. Let's work. Uh, but shouts out to Face 7, the brand. I want to encourage everybody to please support black businesses and also support your friends and family, man. Please, the, the support goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? Um, reposting something, liking something, retweeting it, man. It goes a long way. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, but yeah, that's enough, man. But again, shout out to Face 7, the brand. Shout out to my bro, Dwayne. I really, really appreciate you, man. I love the drip, man. So yeah. Um, but last week, man, week seven was a pretty good week for me individually as far as predicting games. I think I touched on the Eagles game a little bit last week, so we don't have to get into that. Um, that was the first game I predicted correctly, but uh, the Sunday slate, man, we had the Titans and the Steelers, and I ended up picking the Steelers, man. This game ended up being a lot closer than it was early. Uh, the Titans had went down early, but they ended up making a comeback, man. Had a very valiant effort, and the final score in this one was 27-24. to 24. Ben Roethlisberger had a couple of TDs. James Conner's been running the ball effectively. Um, A.J. Brown. Uh, for the Titans, he, he's been having a really good season, actually. Uh, he had, in this game, over 150 receiving yards, and he scored, got in the end zone. So, shouts out to him. Um, but the Steelers in this game, they were able to contain Derrick Henry. You're not going to necessarily stop him, but you definitely have to contain him. I thought this might have been an issue since the Steelers lost middle linebacker Devin Bush, who was a rising star in the NFL. But... You know, they were able to contain them, and luckily they held on at the end of the game, and they got the W, man, because uh, they was up as much as 24-7. to But shouts out to Pittsburgh, and they got another W. They're still the last unbeaten team in the NFL. Next game, football team, Cowboys. This game was ugly. I didn't think it was going to be that ugly, so I'm not even going to sit there and say, <laughs> I knew this game was going to go like that. <laughs> uh, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily surprised. Um, Dallas Cowboys offensive line is beat up. They have backups along the whole front five. And the football team, as far as their D-line is concerned, the only injury they have is Matt Ioannidis. So, you know, guys like Chase Young and Deron Payne and John Allen and Montez Sweat were able to uh, wreak and create havoc uh, for the Dallas Cowboys uh, front five and their offensive line. And just were able to put pressure on Andy Dalton and even Ben DiNucci when he came into the game. Um, it was more of the same. Uh, final score in this one was 25-3. to Kyle Allen did have two touchdowns in this game. Hooked up with McLaurin, 
hooked up with my guy Logan Thomas. And Antonio Gibson, a guy that I really like a lot, rookie out of Memphis, had 20 carries, 128 yards in the touchdown. And he, he's been he's been impressive, man. He didn't play a lot of running back in college. He said on the radio that he played 90% wide receiver in college. But he's like one of those Swiss Army Knife guys that can play running back and wide receiver. Uh, so I like him a lot. But this game was ugly, um, just like the Cowboys season, just like the whole NFC East, to be honest. Um, it, it's still historically bad. <laughs> Final score in this one, 25-3. Next game, Jets-Bills. This game was actually, not even going to say it was interesting, but it, it should have never been that close. 18-10 was the final score. Um, excuse me. But that game, it should have never been it should have should have never been like that, man. The Bills um were actually losing at halftime. They were losing at halftime 10 to 6. And I was concerned, I was confused. The Bills, I just I just don't really have a read on them, to be honest, because earlier in the season they started off hot, you know, lost to the Chiefs, lost to the Titans, they got blown out by the Titans. And ever since then, I just I just don't really have a read on them, man. The Bills, at least for the last couple of years, they're one of those teams with, you know, a great defense and a great running game. They've gotten away from both of those things. I just, I'm just not understanding. And I really don't know how, what I'm going to predict for this Patriots and Bills game. I have no idea yet. Um, but yeah, man, in this in this game, the final score was 18 to 10. The bright spot for this game, Josh Allen did have over 300 passing yards. Cole Beasley did have 11 catches for 100 yards. Josh Allen was also the leading rusher for the Bills, so it wasn't a ton to talk about. And I'm still shocked that this game only ended in the 18 to 10 score. But nevertheless, I did pick this game correctly. Next game, Saints Panthers. Speaking of games, I got incorrectly. This was one of the few. Final score in this one was 27 to 24. The Saints got it done. I just thought this was a bad spot for the Saints, even though they were coming off a bye. I just I just didn't really see it in the cards for them um, because they had Michael Thomas out, who was still out. Emmanuel Sanders was also out. And I just really didn't know how they was going to be able to score. But the Panthers defense does have some holes, uh, which we will talk about soon. But, you know, Drew Brees was able to, you know, score two touchdowns in this game. Um, the run game was solid. Kamara had a nice game on the ground. And this game was close, though. It was close. So I do want to say that it was definitely close. Final score was 27 to 24. Next game, Texans, Packers. Uh, the Packers actually bounced back in a big way after that loss to the Buccaneers, where they were up 10 to nothing and never scored again and gave up 38 unanswered. Um, in this game, they ended up jumping out on the Texans, man. Aaron Rodgers, he had like five touchdowns in this game. I believe he had five. Let me make sure. Let me, I'm pretty sure he had five. He was hot. He was hot. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers in this game. Yeah, he, no, he had four touchdowns. So I was close. Um, probably should have had five. He had four touchdowns in this game. They went up early. And they got up big on the on the uh, Texans. They ended up then Texans ended up making a slight run, a little modified run, but but it was just too much Packers offense, man. Too much Aaron Rodgers. Jamal Williams stepped in. For the injured, for the injured uh, Aaron Jones, and then Devontae Adams, he had a really good game, man. He had a really nice game. Where is it at? Yeah, he had 13 catches. So if you had him in fantasy, man, you you was up big last week. I know for a fact it wasn't in the cards for a lot of people to win if they was going against Devontae Adams. 13 catches, 196 yards, and two TDs, and he just looked good, man. He looked he looked you know healthier than ever coming back. 
Um, yeah, final score though, 35 to 20. Next game, Bengals and the Browns. This game was really, really interesting, but I do want to highlight, man, uh, and say get well to my guy Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Baker Mayfield threw yet another interception, and Odell was trying to trying to make a tackle on the guy who intercepted the ball. Kind of took a bad angle, so some people are saying he, he kind of did it to himself. But I mean, you should never be in a in a predicament where you're even chasing a guy to tackle him. You're a wide receiver, but Odell did try to tackle him. And he ended up tearing his um, ACL, man. So it sucks to suck, man. Uh, Odell has another season cut short. You know, he's starting to have a lot of injury history. When he first came into the league, I believe it was an ankle or a hamstring. He missed like the first month of the season. Um, he had another injury on the Giants. He played with sports hernia last year. So the injuries are starting to pile up. Um, but I just wanted to say, man, uh, prayers up to Odell. And I hope he gets well. And I hope he bounces back. But let's talk about the game, man, which was a really, really interesting game. The Bengals were without running back Joe Mixon, but that didn't seem to stop their offense. That didn't, that didn't seem to stop Joe Burrow and the crew. Joe Burrow has been really, really impressive this year, not just by the numbers, but when I watch him, he looks poised. He doesn't look, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not worried, but it's another word that I'm looking for. He doesn't look overwhelmed. He... He looks good. Like, he looks like he's been here before. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I was a guy who wasn't even big on Joe Burrow in college. I thought, you know, his his season last year was a bit of a fluke. I, I, I did. I honestly did. But he look, he looks nice out there, man. Had over 400 yards in this game, three TDs. And they were able to hang in this one, man, and really go toe-to-toe with the um, Cleveland Browns, man. It was a really, really entertaining game for those of you who got to watch it, in particularly the second half and the fourth quarter because there was a lot of points. Put up in that fourth quarter. It's actually 34 total points put up in that fourth. Um, but Joe Burrow looked all right, man. Baker Mayfield, after starting off 0 for 5, ended up completing like 20 out of 21 passes for the rest of the game. So, shouts out to Baker. But I want to see you do it against the elite teams. I want to see you do it against the Ravens and the Steelers, teams that are in your division. I mean, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. We don't expect much from them. It was a reason they had the number one pick in the draft. Uh, but but shout out to the Bengals, man. Shout out to the Bengals and get well there. That's all I'm going to say about that. I did pick this one correctly, though. Next game, Falcons-Lions. I picked this game correctly, and I just want to go out and blame Todd Gurley because I was 11-3 on the week, and I should be 12-2 on the week, man. But Todd Gurley, he wanted to – he wasn't supposed to score. Drew Brees was telling – I mean, not Drew Brees. Matt Ryan was telling him – to not score, and he ends up falling into the end zone accidentally. You know, he scored too fast. But final score in this one was 23 to 22. The Lions, I keep telling you, and I've been saying this for years on this show. Me and B. Jones have been stamping it. The Lions are a tough out. Now I know the Falcons are, you know, this this great team. They're, you know, they suck. But but um the Lions are one of those teams that could win anytime they step out on the field. They're any given Sunday team. It's not many of those teams left in the league. Uh, the league is kind of like these elite teams and these horrible teams. But the Lions are one of those teams in the middle, and they definitely can get some wins when they shouldn't When they shouldn't win. And I think they could possibly do it this weekend. But the final score in this one was 23-22. Matt Stafford had over 300 yards, had the touchdown. Todd Gurley had two touchdowns. Kenny Galladay, all six of his catches were contested catches. He's in a contract year. He had six catches for 114. Um, we'll see how his future in Detroit unfolds, but Detroit got it done, man. Next game, Raiders and the Bucks. 
This game was ugly. This game was I think when I was talking about five touchdowns, I got I got Tom Brady. Uh, he didn't even throw five. He threw four. But I had Tom Brady in fantasy though. So shouts out to Tom Brady, man. He he got me a W. And he threw for almost 400 yards, four touchdowns. And he hooked up with everybody. Scotty Miller, Gronk. He was spreading Chris Godwin. He was spreading it around, man. Shouts out to Tom Brady. Looking good. Looking rejuvenated. You know, they got Antonio Brown in week nine. So we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, but shout out to the Bucks, man. There was, this was an absolute route against the Raiders. This final score is 45 to 20. Next game, Chargers, Jaguars. I like I like Justin Herbert, man. Like, like Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert looks very poised. He doesn't look overwhelmed out there. He looks, he looks, he looks solid, man. I like. I, I just, I just, he, he's a gamer. You know what I'm saying? He's a gamer. He had three touchdowns in this game, hooked up. Uh, not, not with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen had a nice day though. Ten catches, 125 yards. James Robinson was the bright spot for the Jaguars. This game was actually kind of entertaining. I didn't watch it, but you know, looking at the score, it looked like it was entertaining. Final score was 39 to 29. Uh, both of these teams put up some points. Next game, Patriots, 49ers. This was the first time that the Patriots um, won a three-game losing streak since 2002. I don't know about you guys, but I was seven years old back in 2002, so that's a long time. But the Patriots, I was talking to my guy, B. Jones, the co-producer the other day, man. And the Patriots are like the Spurs. You know, we all we always used to hear about the Spurs way in the Patriot way, you know, getting guys to buy in and take a discount and they were building around Brady. Brady is now gone. The Spurs, you know, they built around Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is gone. Kawhi was supposed to be the next pillar. He wanted out. So now, not only have teams caught up to both of these teams, talent-wise, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, they're, the Patriots and the Spurs are now behind. You know, no no disrespect to Bill Belichick, but, I mean, you, you just don't have the talent anymore. Tom Brady was masking a lot of that talent that you that you didn't have. You know, you got guys like Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, who's going to miss some time. You just don't have the requisite weapons, and that's another reason why Tom Brady won to know. It's another reason. So, I'm not saying that, you know, Bill Belichick is outdated, but what I'm just saying is the rest of the league has caught up. You got these young coaches, these, you know, coaches in their 40s, these these wizards, these, you know, your Sean McVay's, your Kyle Shanahan's. Kyle Shanahan, you know, he just blew out Bill Belichick, man. 33 to 6. Cam Newton did not look well in this game. He ended up getting benched. And how did the 49ers do this? They be having these different dudes at, at running back, yo. So the starter was Raheem Mostert. He gets hurt. Tevin Coleman comes in. He gets hurt. Jerry McKinnon comes in. He doesn't get hurt, but Kyle Shanahan wants to, you know, reduce his workload because McKinnon is a guy with injury history. Then you got Jeff Wilson Jr. He comes in and he scores three touchdowns. This is just crazy. This is just crazy, man. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, he didn't throw any touchdowns. Threw a couple of picks. Um, Brandon Ayuk, he had um, eight catches. What is that? Eight or six. Six catches, 115 yards. I like him a lot. Um, but yeah, man, the Spurs and the Patriots, man, they're just outdated. Um, both leagues have caught up. Next game, Broncos, Chiefs. Casey got it done here. And this game was another route, man. There was a little bit of snow out there, some flurries out there. Uh, final score, 43-16. to 16.
Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't necessarily looked amazing. He's looked all right, but he hasn't looked like MVP Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, final score in this one was 43-16. to 16. This game was never really close. Chiefs had a defensive touchdown and also a special teams touchdown. Um, it just wasn't close at all. Final score, 43-16. Next game, the Sunday Nighter, which I'm glad it got flexed this Sunday night because it was a really, really highly entertaining game. Seahawks should have won. Another reason that I didn't go perfect this week. But that's, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Final score in this one was 37-34. to I actually got to watch this entire uh, like second half of the game uh, when I got off of work. And the story in this game... Which should be the story. We should be talking about Tyler Lockett, who had 15 catches, 200 yards, and three TDs. Another guy had on my fantasy. But we're talking about Russell Wilson, who who has some crucial mistakes in this one, man. He had a crucial, he had a couple of crucial, you know, just turnovers. And I'm, it's just not like Russell Wilson to be doing stuff like that. Um, he did throw for almost 400 yards. Kyler Murray threw for 340. On the other hand. Uh, the player that game should have been should be talking about how DK Metcalf chased down Buda Baker and Cardinals didn't even score on that drive. But we're talking about the Cardinals beating the Seahawks in a game the Seahawks should have never, you know, lost. Uh, but final score though, 37 to 34. Next game, Rams, Bears, Monday nighter. Uh, this game wasn't all that close as well. I just don't have a I just don't have a read on the Bears, man. They were five and one going into this one. They dropped the five and two. I just don't really have a read on them. I just, I guess you never really know what you're gonna get from Nick Foles, you know, and or Mitchell Trubisky. But Nick Foles, I just sometimes I just don't know what I'm gonna get. Uh, the Rams, they played solid. They played an alright game, you know, good enough to win. Uh, final score is twenty four to ten. I did go eleven and three on the picks, guys. So shouts out to me. Uh, let's jump into. Let's jump into week eight. Next next week, we should have Mr. B. Jones come in, and we should have a we should have a um uh, NFL midseason recap. So shout out to B. Jones again, and we we should have that in motion. But let's time let's go time to predict these games. Uh, Thursday nighter, I did have the Falcons winning, so that's one W to start off the week. Um, Ravens Steelers. I'm having a tough time picking this one, but I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm gonna go Steelers. This game is in Baltimore. But, you know, the Steelers don't have to travel too far from Pittsburgh to Baltimore. It's not that far of a trip. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Next game, Rams, Dolphins. This will be the first start of Tua Tungabailoa's NFL career. Um, I like the Dolphins defense. I really do, man. Um, I'm going to take the Rams, though. I think this game will be close. And I could see the Dolphins winning, but I'm going to take the Rams. Next game, Chiefs-Jets. Give me Chiefs. Nothing else to talk about, but this is a Le'Veon Bell revenge game. Next game, Packers, Vikings. Give me Green Bay. Next game, Lions, Colts. It's another one of those games, man, when I'm talking about tough outs. Um, the Colts are getting back Darius Leonard. Should be a big boost for them. Mm. want to take the Lions, but... Something's telling me to take the Colts. I don't like picking Phillip Rivers, though. Uh, give me the Colts. I'll take the Colts, I guess. Yeah, give me the Colts. Next game, Browns-Raiders. I actually, I'm actually i actually going to take the Raiders this week, man. 
I think the Raiders, uh, they did, you know, they beat uh, teams like the Chiefs. The Browns' defense has not looked good. I think, you know, you're going to see John Gruden dive into that film. Um, they made Baker Mayfield uncomfortable. And just look at how that defense got exposed. Give me the Raiders in this one. Next game, Bills-Patriots. I don't know when the last time the Patriots lost four games in a row. But it, it, I must have been a baby when this happened or like a, a small child. I just don't. I can see the Patriots winning if they run the ball effectively. They have to run the ball effectively like the Chiefs did, like the Titans did. They have to be able to run the ball in order to win. So I could see them winning, but they just haven't looked good, man. They just haven't looked good. Oh, this is tough. Mm. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Next game, Broncos and Chargers. Hmm. Let's take the Chargers. Next game, Seahawks and 49ers. I'm going to take San Fran. Next game, Bears and the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints. Sunday Night Football, Eagles and Cowboys. I'm going to take the Eagles. And Monday Night Football, we have the Bucks and the Giants. The game that should be... I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. The game that should be flexed is Sunday Night. I don't know why it's not flexed. But it's the... It's the Steelers and Ravens. That's a game that the world should want to see. But it's not being flexed for whatever reason. And then we had Washington football team on the bye. The Jaguars, the Texans, and the Cardinals are all on bye. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's it for NFL. Uh, it's some NBA news. Uh, the NBA, uh, they want to start on December the 22nd. The Players Association is trying to move to their start date back to January. Uh, the, the rumored date was January 18th, which also happens to be my birthday. Um, and start on Martin Luther King Day, but yeah, they just they just they haven't they haven't figured it out yet. But you know that's the that's that's what that's what's going on out, out here. Um, for coaching news, the Rockets have finally made a decision on a coach, and they've hired Stephen Silas, who spent time as a Mavericks assistant, and he should have a nice plan for James Harden and the Rockets. Um, he's also the um, son of Paul Silas, a former coach, and. And assistant coaching news, Mike D'Antoni and Amari Stoudemire are joining the Brooklyn Nets staff. So it should be nice to see a little Phoenix Suns reunion from back in the day. And is that it? The Javante Davis fights this weekend. Should be a nice weekend though, man. Uh, but we want to thank everybody for listening. want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. Shout out to Face having the brand. And shout out to everybody that's been rocking with me. And I appreciate everybody for continued love and support. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 148 is done. Peace.